Welcome back to Daily Dose of History, the podcast that brings history to life. Today is May 2nd, and we're ready to dive in. Let's now examine some noteworthy historical events that happened on this day. On May 2nd, 1194, King Richard I of England granted Portsmouth its first royal charter. This charter allowed the town to hold a weekly market and an annual fair, which helped to boost the local economy. It also granted the town the right to elect its own mayor and to have its own court of law. This was a significant event in Portsmouth's history, as it marked the beginning of the town's development as a major port and trading center. The charter also gave the town a degree of autonomy and self-governance, which helped to shape its unique character and identity over the centuries. On May 2, 1230, William de Braus, a powerful marcher lord in Wales, was hanged by Prince Llywelyn the Great. De Braus had been a close ally of Llywelyn's father, but tensions between the two men had grown over time. De Braus had also been involved in a failed rebellion against King John of England, which had further strained his relationship with Llywelyn. The exact reasons for de Braus' execution are unclear, but it is believed that Llywelyn saw him as a threat to his own power and authority in Wales. The execution was a significant event in Welsh history, as it marked a turning point in the relationship between the Welsh princes and the Marcher Lords. On May 2nd, 1536, and Bolin, the second wife of King Henry VIII, was arrested and imprisoned on charges of adultery, incest, treason, and witchcraft. These charges were brought against her by her husband, who was seeking to annul their marriage and marry his mistress, Jane Seymour. The charges were based on flimsy evidence and likely fabricated by Henry and his advisors, and was found guilty and sentenced to death, which was carried out on May 19, 1536. Her execution marked a turning point in English history, as it led to the dissolution of the monasteries and the establishment of the Church of England. Anne's story has been the subject of numerous books, plays, and films, and she remains a fascinating figure in English history. On May 2, 1559, John Knox returned from exile to Scotland to become the leader of the Scottish Reformation. Knox had spent several years in exile in Geneva, Switzerland, where he became a disciple of John Calvin and was influenced by his teachings. Upon his return to Scotland, Knox began preaching and organizing the Protestant movement, which was gaining momentum in the country. He played a key role in the overthrow of the Catholic Church in Scotland and the establishment of the Presbyterian Church. Knox's leadership and teachings had a profound impact on the Scottish Reformation and helped shape the religious and political landscape of Scotland for centuries to come. On May 2, 1568, Mary, Queen of Scots, escaped from Loch Laven Castle, where she had been imprisoned for almost a year. She had been forced to abdicate the Scottish throne in favor of her infant son, James VI, and was held captive by her half-brother, Lord Moray. Mary's escape was aided by George Douglas, the younger brother of the castle's owner, who sympathized with her plight. Mary fled to the mainland and gathered an army of supporters, but was eventually defeated by Moray's forces at the Battle of Langside. She fled to England, seeking the protection of her cousin, Queen Elizabeth I, but was instead imprisoned for the next 19 years until her execution in 1587. On May 2, 1611, the King James Version of the Bible was published for the first time in London, England, by printer Robert Barker. 
This version of the Bible was commissioned by King James I of England and was the result of seven years of work by a team of scholars. The King James Version quickly became the most widely used translation of the Bible in the English-speaking world and is still highly regarded for its literary quality and influence on English language and culture. It is considered a landmark achievement in the history of the English language and has had a profound impact on religious and cultural history. On May 2, 1625, Afonso Mendes, a Portuguese Jesuit missionary, arrived at Belol, Ethiopia, after being appointed by Pope Gregory XV as the Latin Patriarch of Ethiopia. Mendes had previously served as the Bishop of Ethiopia and had been instrumental in establishing the Jesuit mission in the country. His appointment as Patriarch was significant as it marked the first time a non-Ethiopian had been appointed to the position. Mendes' arrival was met with mixed reactions from the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, with some welcoming him while others saw him as a threat to their traditions and autonomy. Despite these tensions, Mendes worked to establish closer ties between the Catholic and Orthodox churches in Ethiopia. On May 2, 1670, King Charles II of England granted a permanent charter to the Hudson's Bay Company, giving them exclusive trading rights in the vast region of North America known as Rupert's Land. The company was given a monopoly on the fur trade in this area, which included much of present-day Canada. The charter allowed the company to establish trading posts and conduct business with the indigenous peoples of the region. The Hudson's Bay Company played a significant role in the colonization of Canada and the development of the fur trade in North America. The company's influence can still be seen today in the Canadian retail chain Hudson's Bay. On May 2, 1808, the people of Madrid rose up in rebellion against the French occupation, marking the beginning of the Peninsular War. The French had invaded Spain and placed Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon's brother, on the Spanish throne. However, the Spanish people were fiercely opposed to this foreign rule and the uprising in Madrid was a significant moment in their resistance. The rebellion was brutally suppressed by the French, but it inspired other Spanish cities to join the fight against the invaders. Francisco de Goya, a renowned Spanish artist, later depicted the event in his painting the 2nd of May 1808, which has become a symbol of Spanish resistance and patriotism. The Siege of Cuadla was a significant event during the Mexican War of Independence. The Mexican rebels, led by José María Morelos y Pavón, were besieged by the Royalist Spanish troops, led by Félix María Calleja, for 72 days. Despite being outnumbered and outgunned, the rebels held their ground and inflicted heavy losses on the Spanish. However, they eventually abandoned the city, and both sides claimed victory. The siege demonstrated the resilience and determination of the Mexican rebels and highlighted the weaknesses of the Spanish colonial forces. It also marked a turning point in the war, as the rebels were able to regroup and launch successful offensives against the Spanish in the following years. We appreciate you tuning in for today's episode. If you found it informative, please consider sharing it with your loved ones. I'm Amalia Dupre. And I'm Montgomery Jones. It's been a pleasure until we meet again tomorrow. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. See the show notes page for sources and credits. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com.